So what we tend to do, good morning, what, we t- what I tend to do is wait. Good morning. Welcome to the See Where It Goes podcast. Hello, guys. Good morning. It's hard to hit record because it's like, well, what are we going to talk about? And then I feel like I just hit record and, and we, that's all you can do. That's all you can do. Sometimes there's some parallel of something in life about that. Yeah. You just got to. That is. You have. You just have to do it. You just have to go forward and... Hope for the best. Yeah, hope for the best because, I mean, usually that's what I do because I usually get nervous and scared about, you know, different things in life, but yeah, you just have to do them. You have so, to sometimes press like forward. In meetings at work, you have a vague idea. You're in a group and you have a vague idea of a solution or something that can contribute. And instead of just jumping in and taking a shot at it and looking like a fool... Or jumping in and starting the conversation and you, you haven't quite got the idea well formed, but someone else in, in the room has can contribute to it and add to it and you can improv on it. And before you know it, collectively, you've come up yeah. with a great idea. I think oftentimes we don't want to jump in right. because it's about us feeling foolish. When in fact, if we just did jump in with the half-baked idea, we might contribute well. Right. Okay. That's true. There we go. Now, so, well, we're already a minute in. <clears throat> One whole minute. Well, we probably have a lot to talk about, Brian, because we haven't podcasted. We didn't podcast last weekend or the weekend before. Has it been two weeks? Yeah. Yes. Has it been? Yeah. Because so, we were at, in my hometown last weekend in Silsby, Texas. Yeah. And then the weekend before, you were in I was Chicago. in Chicago. I just want to say that uh, for listeners in the Chicago area, I'm sorry that we didn't connect. It was a short visit in for mm-hmm. my brother's birthday yeah the weekend before that we we went to canyon of the eagles which was a lot of fun for a few days yeah it was and great. the last podcast we released on the thursday before that so it's right. been like uh two so would, weeks two and a half weeks should we hop back and talk about that little that little getaway that we had we could. canyon of the eagles what town was that in burn it in burn it texas and um it was in the hill country yes and there and was eagles and there were eagles that make their nest in the, I don't know the name of that lake that's there. Oh, it's massive. It's but uh, it's a really big lake. And if you got up in the morning, you could see the eagles. Buchanan. Oh, Lake Buchanan. That's, that's right. That's what it was. Um, and there were two kinds of eagles. Bald eagles. Did you, actually did you see a bald eagle? I think I did see a bald eagle. I've never seen one in the wild. This but um, it was just... A very affordable place, not fancy at all, but not grubby either. Like everything was really clean. The rooms were well kept. Everything was super simple. But for only like one fifty a night, you could have like a queen bed, a bathroom, and a television. No, there was no television. There's, There's no, no TV. No, no yeah. TV. Um, you get a really tiny fridge, so you can't cook there. You can't cook there because there's a restaurant on site. And um, so you could actually get a double room for just like $10 more. But if you are someone who just wants to go and read or write and have a place to just really unwind, it's very nice. There's hiking trails. So we went hiking two of the mornings, and then there's a pool. Again, not a fancy pool, but it's nice. Everything's clean, and it's well-maintained. 
And um, yeah. And then, well, the food at the restaurant was not the best. Oh, it was I mean, the it first night, bad. though. No, I thought yeah, there the, was uh, parts of it that were good, but well, yeah, there were there were the several things on the boring. menu which was yeah. which were really yummy. There were a few things that we really enjoyed. Like the chef could have probably oh. been more brave with the salt and pepper. Right. Well, here's what it is: hard. the restaurant. You know, you're not in a city, and a lot of times cities tend to have better food, but it was like eating at say your aunt's house, who was a pretty good cook. Yeah. Right. I mean, a lot of restaurant food is not as good as home-cooked food. But it was just more like, you know, basic comfort food. So it wasn't bad, but but anyway. But but there are restaurants in town, which it's like 18 miles away. But they had a, we had a really nice hamburger in town. Yeah. But I read a whole book. Yeah. I read The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue, which I recommend. It was a really good novel. I read, I caught up on Pet Cemetery, mm-hmm. which is a bit depressing. I'm reading with Finn, my daughter. Yeah, well, Finn, Finn hasn't been much of, well, she likes to read. Yeah. But she hasn't found like a, a genre that she really enjoys, and she likes horror a lot. Right. And so you and her have been... We read Salem's Lot. Bonding. That, yeah, that was Salem's Lot was good. Tell the story behind Salem's Lot. Or did you already tell that on the podcast? I don't know if podcast? I did, but it scared the crap out of me as a nine-year-old. Mm-hmm. And it's always bothered me since. So we went and read the book and then watched it, and it, it didn't have the power over me this time. So as an adult, you watched Salem's Lot this time, and you were not afraid? Well, part of it was the scenes that really scared me as a kid, she started to giggle at because they were so poorly done. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, that scared the crap out of me. How can you be giggling at that scene of the kid at the window? And she right. was saying it was just so... Well, I saw it too. And it. I remember seeing a snippet of Salem's Lot as a kid. It was a night when my dad had gone deer hunting. And it was dark outside. And they had a deer strung up on the back porch. And they were cleaning it. Yeah. And I was in the... The back porch of where? The old house. Across the way. Yeah, that's not there anymore. Yeah. And so, and I don't even know if the back, if the house had a back porch, but I just remember it being in the back of the house. Yeah. And so, I remember we had a TV, which was rare, because we didn't always have one. And Salem's Lot was on, and no one was supervising me. Oh. I was sitting there. Were you about nine also? Um, I, Eight or no, nine? No, I wasn't nine. I was probably seven, maybe. I think it came out. See, you saw it when it was on TV the first so time. So do you though. remember what year it came out? I think out? it was 79. Okay, so it was about eight or nine years old. It was on Because David Soul had been in Dublin. That was... And he was... Um, they pl- played a clip of it. Yeah. And um, he... I don't know. For, anyway, David, he was the main character, but he was on the Gay Burn show and they played a clip, which wasn't that bad. But then when they yeah. showed it, it was scary as all. So you probably were eight because you were eight and 79. Yeah. So I remember being very scared. Yeah. And no one had to tell me not to watch any more of it. I just walked away from the Do television. Do you remember what part you watched? Yes. I remember a part of when they opened the, the coffin. That was at the end, yeah. And he's got the teeth, the yeah, really yeah. sharp teeth and everything. And then they, they hammered the... Oh, yeah. So you remember that too. Stake that scared his you. Heart. Yeah, I just remember seeing it and being like, okay, I'm walking away now. Well, it's good. You just didn't watch the whole thing. I felt ill that night and I felt messed up. For weeks, maybe months yeah, after. Yeah, I'm not... I don't really go in for self-torture. Well, we what do you think made you stick around Oh, because you, there's, certain, there's a certain... Uh, there's a certain... It feels like a drug effect, you know? It's pulling you Mm-mm. in. No? 
It's like, why do you get on a roller coaster? Nope. Not There's something for me. about Isn't there something about fear that... I don't like fear. I wonder if fear was something at that level we just felt more in our history as a human race. You know, you walk, you know, you're just walking down a road, you could get eaten by an animal. Well, don't you think there are different types presence, of fears? And maybe we miss some of that. Well, some people do like to be afraid. I don't know. My what friend growing wanna... up, she loved watching horror movies. Why don't you but it out? I don't. But Finn, she loves horror movies, but they don't scare her at all. Well, that's, I watched one she with her. She just does not the, get scared. The Conjuring and. Um, conjuring. 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 Why did I put a U in there? <laughs> And, uh, Conjuring. They, uh, <laughs> that's scary. I had to stop watching it. It was freaking me out too. It freaked me out for, what are you laughing at? Does that sound like another word? <laughs> it sounds like it could be the title of like a, a dirty porn movie. Or I knew you were thinking that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. The Conjuring. Those remind me of Cunnilingus. I know, yeah. The Conjuring. Yeah. The Irish airline. <laughs> Cunnilingus. Yeah. Sorry. That's quite right, yeah. That's so funny. But anyway, that scared me for weeks after. Oh, and I was, my I was gosh. a 49 year old fella at the time when I watched it. Yeah. But then Conjuring. Conjuring. The Conjuring. Uh, one, Conjuring 2 and 3, uh-huh. and then all the Annabelle movies. They weren't that. It was a, there were some scary parts. There were some good parts, but not, not like that first one for some reason. Right. So, um, anyway. Oh, okay. Salem's Lot. So that's. that's uh, we want to read books. Yeah, so you guys are bonding on that, and now you're reading Pet now we're Cemetery. Stuck on Pet Cemetery. So I thought the I thought I read Pet Cemetery years ago. Oh, you did. I did, and I think when I was still single, and it was it was kind of a scary book. Yeah. And then um, I did watch the movie, which I thought was scary. It wasn't one of the scariest movies. I haven't seen that many scary movies, but. I don't remember it being like traumatizing, but I did, you know, I don't even know why I watched I must have watched it with someone because I'm not, I don't really sign up to watch these types of movies. Yeah. Um, anyway, I think that's cool that you guys are, it's cool to bond with someone over a book. You get to talk about it. We did. Well, watching the movie everything. was fun because we and could then see, see the, the differences, but she's way behind. She's way behind. She needs to catch up. She needs to catch up. Okay, so... So, that was Canyon. Do you want to share any highlights from that trip? Uh, well, we went on some nice trails. We did. And there was, there was one trail we're standing on, and you could be in Ireland. You wouldn't yeah. know the difference. It was so green, and, the, and it's more hilly area. So, uh, there was some... That was fun, mm-hmm. and uh, just walking around, all of that stuff. All, all that land was quite nice. So, I would, are we going back there at some point? I would love to go there again, especially for like, I would love to go and just read. Right. And that's what we did, basically, we did. is we hiked, we read, and we ate. I did watch a little Game of Thrones, though. I binged I didn't a little watch on that because I downloaded a few shows. Any shows at all, which you don't really have good internet there. At all. So you can't. Right. Unless you download things before you leave, you really can't watch Yeah. anything too much. So that was that. And then, um, and then you went to Chicago the next. Went to weekend. Chicago the next weekend. It was. Fun. And I was here with the kiddos. On the Fourth of July, it yeah. was a lot of fun. Saw my family, brother. And how's everybody oh, yeah. doing? Doing great. Did you tell me everything about that trip, or? I think, I think I did. you did. Yeah. Oh, I rented a. Uh, I got to the car rental place late. It was, the, the plane was supposed to. Go, I had to go through Houston. The plane was supposed to get in at half mm-hmm. ten. Got in at half twelve, and then, um, I'm with the. Uh, 
rental car place and they say, hey, especially a Camry, she's going to want a Jeep Wrangler instead. It's like, sure. Yeah. Same price. Anyway, I got to the spot. There was no Jeep there. I came back. She gave me another number. I went there. There was a Jeep Wrangler that wouldn't start. Went back again. Oh, my goodness. See, you never told me the full story. Yeah. You just told me there was a big mess. A mess that happened. And then I got the, the third time I got there, it was a Jeep Wrangler that started, but it had half a tank of gas. So I took a picture of the gas tank uh-huh. with the um, exit sign. I forgot to tell the guy. Yeah. Well, then there was a bunch of two people before me that kept sending back the wrong paperwork. So something was going south in, in the budget mm-hmm. office. Anyway, I eventually got out. When I got back, I showed the guy the picture of the half tank of gas. And, and, and with the iPhone where you take the picture, it proves where you took the picture and when you took right, the picture. Right, So they didn't charge me for that. Anyway, so I, that was fun. I, I stayed with Eileen, drove around. Eileen's Fry, your sister. My sister, sorry. Uh, saw mm-hmm. Colleen. Johnny. Kat, I didn't see Kathy. She, was, she wasn't feeling well. And then, um, um, who did I miss? Johnny? Jimmy? Uh, I think yeah. that's everybody. Th- yeah, that's my friend. Uh, hung out by the pool. Oh, Friday I did drive with the top down on the Jeep uh-huh. through Chicago, and the weather was just oh, sixty five was just beautiful. Yeah. Did now? Did you go eat at any good Chicago restaurants while you were there? I did not. You didn't. Well, you probably didn't have time. You were with family. I didn't. Uh, yeah, I didn't. So that was the, so well, the traffic was horrific. Did Eileen feed you and yeah, Jimmy well, we, and we went out. We went out to um, Eileen and I ate twice at, at um, Jason's Deli down the way. Oh, okay. I see it, Jason's because we're on the move. Move a lot, you know. Do you remember Finkel's Deli too? And then uh, no. Did you ever eat at Finkel's? I never did. Okay. Oh, maybe I did. Um, but then, of course, I was two days at Sanders for the birthday on Saturday, and then Sunday we they yeah. ate some. Would you guys leftovers. eat? Did you get chicken, did you barbecue? mashed potatoes? No, we ordered. They ordered in from a local place. That oh, was, okay. Uh, it, was, it was very good food. Mashed potatoes. Was it fried chicken? Yes. Mm-hmm. Meat, I love fried chicken. Beef, some kind of beef thing, and it's yeah. it, in the water. I, I'm, I'm describing it. Oh, very is well. it like a Philly cheesesteak or like? A, oh, I know what you're talking about. Like be, uh, beef and peppers, or I don't know. Hey, do you ever? I'm sorry. Oh I'm my gosh! It's like no, why it's can't a, I think of the name of it? You put it in a sandwich, right? Yeah, yeah. Why can't we think of this? It's Arby's doesn't Arby's do it? No. It wasn't Arby's, you but don't Arby's do that? Arby's I'm not comparing. Like I'm saying, isn't Chicago... it? Chicago. Yeah, it was the Chicago dip, the meat in the in the thing, and it's. Anyway, it was Is very it a good. Beef dip, like um. I don't remember. Do you ever like? I'm distra- I'm worried now that like people must be bored stiff at this conversation, or should I just move well, along? Well, honey, that's up to them. If they're bored okay, stiff, okay, they I'm can just... like fast forward, or they can turn it off, or. Okay, so we'll move on. Um. You worry way too much. I mean, I did worry about our last podcast. I worried because at the end you criticized me. Well, I'm criticizing myself talking about the meat. Then it made me worried, like for several days, thinking how I ruined the end of the podcast. We're going to ignore the microphone and keep going. Okay, so there was fireworks. My nephew in law Corey set off some really fun. These were made like for homemade fireworks. This was serious stuff. He made them. No, no, not homemade. Like he bought them. Oh, he. I mean, usually when you're setting off fireworks in your own yard. But these yeah. things were like professional grade things that were making big giant. Which, speaking of the fireworks, yeah, the country club here, oh, which yeah. normally Did you see them? they were awful. Oh, were they? Yes, which because we can see them from our backyard. They never are. Liam and I drove down to Pershing. Why'd you bother? Just look out the back window. He wanted to, and he wanted to drive. Okay, so I said oh, okay. I, I never asked you how your weekend was. And he, Finn, and Callum were spent the night at Destiny's yeah. and Star's house. Right. So. We went, Liam and I drove down to Pershing. Yeah. And we sat there, and it was so weird. They would let off like 
three minutes of fireworks or two minutes, and then there would be like a 10-minute break. Yeah. And it was just really bad. And they weren't... You know how they usually do the really big finale? Yeah. Nope. No finale. It was like they had some kid just come over and let off a few. Yeah, that's not good. I, we might have done... We might have fared better. Yeah, it was just so bizarre because usually they're really good. Yeah. I did meet... Uh, in fr- I did meet uh, my friend Chris who lives down by my brother mm-hmm. for a drink. I hadn't seen him in years. And... Um, and we had dinner. Frankfurt, Illinois has its own downtown area that's been, it's very, very charming. It had yeah. like a brew bar and a restaurant we sat outside yeah. and Paul Michael came along and another friend that I hadn't seen in many years. So that was really fun. But that, um, my sister has talked about that downtown area, but yeah. it's very charming. Like I would totally live there, but mm-hmm. I probably couldn't afford it because it's probably, it's probably the secrets out. And then, and then my brother Johnny and I, Sunday night, uh, we couldn't find a place open so we mm-hmm. pulled into a parking lot where there was supposed to be a bar and it wasn't there it was closed and other people were pulling in so we just pulled out lawn chairs and watched the fireworks and he had beer in his car oh nice and then we went to St. James Bar which is a, a place we'd be, we where for, I hadn't been there in years also yeah. it was an old local have you ever been to St. James Place on I'd, 95th Street in Oakland I don't think you have I only would have gone there if you brought me there right because I was never a south side yeah. person I always lived on the north side um, uh, there's a few things you said that I want to get back to, but um, okay, so that's the story on. And then, what did you do anything else on Fourth of July? Well, no. I mean, Finn was gonna spend the day with me, but then we were just boring, and I wanted to mow the grass. Yeah. Not that I had plans to mow the grass, but there really. I mean, we went and got hot dogs and yeah, stuff like that, and some fun food, and there's really nothing to do. I mean. I mean, we could have gone to the pool, but I don't think nobody really wanted oh, you know, to go to the pool. You didn't go to the pool all weekend? I think we did go that weekend, yeah. but I, I just don't remember now. Should we go today? Well, I plan on going today or tomorrow. We should, because we spent both. $500 for the summer on this place. And no, it's a I, big, I love nice it. pool. I love oh, no, it. I'm not to criticize. Yeah, I'm just I've telling gone the people quite here. a bit. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but so Finn, I could tell Finn regretted her decision to be with me because she kind of has a tendency to like, make sure I'm okay and like make sure that I'm taken care She's of. very protective, yeah. And she'd kind of gotten out of that like a year ago. She kind of stopped doing that. Right. And I, t- I told her, I'm like, I told her, I'm like, go with your friends, you know. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm fine, you know. And so finally, she, I finally convinced her to go. And so... Oh, good. She was picked up and <clears throat> there was just me and Liam. And we, did, we didn't do anything. I don't, I don't even remember. What did I do? Oh, Liam and I mowed the grass when we rearranged the garden. And then after we did that, I don't even know. We went to see the fireworks. We had hot dogs for dinner. Yeah. It was pretty lame. All right, so then that's... Fourth of July. And then last weekend. Oh, and then last weekend we went to Silsby, Texas. Which is where you're from. Yeah, which is where I'm from. So we we got onto the land that belonged the homestead. Your dad, where mm-hmm. your dad. Oh, can we talk question. about the ride there? I don't remember the ride there. Okay, so you're driving to Silsby. Yeah. We got where were we at? We got around Coons or before Coons, Texas. Yeah. Um, I thought it was just a strip that was so beautiful. Oh, it was yeah. The sun oh, was coming gosh. down. 
It was there quite was nice. the most gorgeous sunset. Right, yeah. There was a rainbow. There were two rainbows. Oh, I remember now, yeah. There was, or it could have been one rainbow, and we're just seeing the beginning of one. It was a massive ending. rainbow. It was massive. But the arc on it was covering so, yeah, it was very fascinating. Yeah, but then, like, the clouds were covering part of it, but it was, uh, it was I tried the, to get it on film, yeah. but I couldn't. My phone wouldn't pick it up. Because whenever, did you notice a difference in the smell? Because we were in what they called a big thicket. It's just mm-hmm. tons of pine trees. Yeah, I don't know if I did. Did you? No, I usually do, but I didn't this time. But um, but that was, it's much greener because they, they get so much rain. But the green yeah. was, uh, and it was, it was really, a, I wish I'd had, I wish we were in a convertible because the sky was fantastic. and wonderful. Yeah, it was really pretty. But then the downside of that part of the world is so many people... In like Koontz and Silsby, they don't take care, like some people take care of their homes and their property, but a lot of people don't and everything looks trashy. It was, there and is a lot, it's lot just of crap like, why, all over the yards. Why is everybody's place look so trashy and their yeah. houses are like dirty and because they get so much bad weather. Yeah. Um, all the rain and the hurricanes that come through every year. Right. And I realized this year that I guess it just finally dawned on me that it's the all of that. I don't think it's all of that. I pounding. think I well, think it's some of us joking. My like, sister's house looks really nice, but that's because she washes it every year. Yeah. And it seems like then you know, if you're not washing your house every year. Okay. What's it? What's getting on? Just dirt from all the rain. Well, yeah. What is it? Dirt and mold and mildew. Oh yeah, yeah. Because well, if it gets getting wet all the time. Um. You just need concrete houses. Or brick. It doesn't happen really to the brick homes. Yeah. But like to the trailer homes and the wood frame homes. But it was lovely to be back on the land. Um, yeah. It was because br- it's all wooded. This is your 30 acres that your dad mm-hmm. um, gave to you guys. So yeah, we did walk it. I hadn't walked it in in 10 years. Yeah. I tried to walk it with the kids four years ago when we were there last. And um, that got interrupted because there was I bought an axe. And, you know, if you buy an axe, you're just looking for stuff to cut down. So I got out of the car and I swung at a branch and missed and cut myself in the shin. So that was a that was a recovery of about six months because they went deep in there. They stitched it up and then mm-hmm. it, I had hematoma. Hematoma? He, a hematoma. Hema, hematoma? Hema? Yeah, hematoma. Okay. Okay. So I never got to see the land then. So it's probably been 10 years. But we were on the actual homestead of where you're... By the way, the old house. Who lived in the old house you're referring to? So the old house, my dad lived in that house partially when he was growing up. Okay. And then it was still standing. So who did he... We... How long has that been in the family, that piece of land we were standing on? His father bought that. When, and when, 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 I, you, when your dad... I think my father grew up on that land when he was a little boy. He lived there. He lived there. And so the old house... We moved there when I was four. Yeah. So that would be 1975. Yeah. That we moved there from Angleton, Texas. And um, the old house was still there. It was a three-bedroom home, I want to say. I think it was a three-bedroom home. But one of the bedrooms that I think is a bedroom might have been a dining room. Yeah. I'm not sure. So it might have been just a two-bedroom house. Yeah. But we moved in. It didn't have any heating. Or cooling. And um, my dad put a wood-burning heater in the front of the house. You're talking about the one that's there now, the new house. No, no, no. The old house. The old house, the original. We lived in that house until I was in the third grade. That's when you were eight years old. It was like 1979, I want to say. Yeah. 
Um, but I don't remember. I guess it was. It must have been in disrepair. Yeah. But um. So he he. When my mom when my granny and grandpa died, my father inherited. Um, he inherited money. And land and mineral rights. But I think, and he sold part of the other land that he got, I think. Yeah. And then he paid cash for the new house. I think, or maybe he paid for that in another way. I don't remember. But, um, yeah. And then we built, it's called a Jim Walter home. What? Jim Walter home. That's like a, like a Sears home? Kind of, yeah. It's like a Jim Walter was the one who made it? Yeah. Local guy? Yeah. And the house, I mean, they... Did it arrive on a crane? No, it was built on site. Oh, okay. On blocks. Like a, through, via a kit? No. Well, yeah. You know, like if you buy a home, like if you would go look up Jim Walter Homes, you could pick different types of homes. Oh, okay. And, and then so, they ship it to you and then you put it together yourself? No, you have people build it for okay. you. Okay. But you basically buy their plans. Okay, yeah, I see. And then they... This is a nice... And this, in 79 is when it went up? I, yeah. So you it remember didn't the take house? That long. You remember the house being built? Yes, because I would come home from school, and there was we had a cedar tree. Yeah. And it had really low branches, and I would get in that tree and yeah. play spaceship. And sometimes I would go in the house too, and you know, watch it be built or whatever. That's a lot of good memories there, though. I didn't. I didn't. Well, I guess I did know on the old house that your dad had been there as a kid. So the land has been in the fa- well, that land though, because this the street. That goes down to the main highway is called Gore Store Road. Uh-huh. Gore is your is your dad's mother's name, maiden name. Yes. And it was interesting when we were there. So that so the Gore family has been in that area a long time. Yes. So when we were there, we had gone out to lunch with my sisters and my mother, and they pulled in to a friend's house. Yeah. And we went in to visit. And they also have gore ancestry yeah so we're sitting there and shelly and mom are discussing different gores and the past and all that and then my um then the man he they come to realize that we are kin which i think shelly already knew that we were kin yeah but then the man of the house, he went and pulled out this picture, which is from, like, oh. my granny was born in, like, 1902. Yeah. In this picture, she is this little girl right no here. No way. That's Callie? Yeah, that's Callie. And well, then in this window, this woman here is her sister, Becky Gore. Yeah. So this is Becky Gore, Callie Gore. And then there's two Stanley Gores in this picture, and I think Stanley Gore is one on this back row. No, what's interesting is, do you see how she's dressed there? Yes. That looks like the same, you know that painting, uh-huh. and the painting that was done of her? Yeah. That looks like this might have been around the same time. Well, that similar. may have taken a picture of her. Yeah, well, it's similar. We looked at the painting. You're saying this is 1902? No, she was born in 1902. So this is probably 1910. Yeah, so she's probably like eight. Wow. Eight or something. And this was taken where? At, I guess, a schoolhouse in, that? Um, in that area. Wow. But anyway, it was a really cool conversation. Like, I wasn't tracking with the whole conversation because I don't keep up on this kind of stuff. But it was just really cool. Um, I don't know. Cool history to see that. But yeah, so my dad was... Uh, my my dad's mother was a gore. Mm. So when he... They owned that 30 acres of land. 
that my grandfather had bought. And then they also owned 40 acres on another plot in Fred, Texas. But when my grandfather died, he left the rights to that part of that property, I think, to my dad. My dad sold it to his brother. And I could have, this could be all wrong. But um, that was owned by Becky Gore. Yeah. By Callie's sister, right. I think. We would call it Aunt Becky's place, from what I remember. Anyway, so that happened when we were there. Yeah. But, um, yeah. When you said anyway, did you, were you responding to me? Did I make a certain look? Well, I mean, I, I'm like rambling. Because oh. I can't remember. Like, I remember bits and pieces. No, but... did I give you a rambling look? No. Okay. Well, I didn't want to share too much because I don't know like what yeah, details yeah. I have right and what I have right. wrong. Cause... How did it feel? When's the, so we, but we stood on the land. Mm-hmm. When I say the land, I mean, it, there's 30 acres there. Yeah. But the, that, the immediate acres around the old house and the new house is where you grew up. Yeah. Where your dad grew up. Uh-huh. So that's probably like a five, six acre patch of land where there's some, where, you know, our kids mm-hmm. grew right, up, uh, right. go visiting there. But I hadn't stood on the land since your dad passed away in 2014. So that's... You mean on that side? Because you've side. been on Shelly's. I've been on Shelly's side, but I haven't been on the part, that part. <clears throat> right, I hadn't either. In fact, like Walter's wife, Amy, who's been married for years, she'd never stood on it. Right, yeah. So there's a lot of history. Like you guys were walking around that land and... um, What else was I going to ask you? Is there anything else you want to say about that? visit well i mean it was a it was a an emotional visit because there was a lot of there's been a lot of things that have transpired with the land yeah it was illegally sold and that was corrected but now the people who benefited from that sale they're still in the house yeah and so we did a lot of and they benefited how well they benefited because they because our family has been very um, we've kind of been waiting for them to do the right thing on their own. Well, so they they bought the house. It was an accidental sale, but they got they got reimbursed. So right, they've, they they've, got they've reimbursed. been living for free on the land. They they've only been for paying the years. insurance. Yeah, and the I think they might have paid the taxes for a little bit, but we then we took over paying the taxes. Right, right. And so basically, they've been living rent free for yeah. about five years which is a very long time. It is funny. And they do own they do own an interest yeah. in the land. Like right. a very small interest in one acre in the house. Yeah. But they'll never be able to have a deed. It yeah. will never belong to them. Right. And that's obviously that's what they wanted when they purchased it. They wanted that to be their home, but It's funny cuz I was thinking like I've never I've only understood the importance of land through my dad and you because yeah. you both were like I, mean, I grew up in a city in the house mm-hmm. and um and i love that house you yeah. know that i grew up in but i mean once everyone's gone mm-hmm. i won't have the same attachment i'll have the attachment to the city in the area but right i won't have you know but uh like my dad was very attached to the land he, he grew mm-hmm. up on and and but he wasn't the oldest son so yeah. that's you know he went to the states but it was the land was always close to his heart like we would walk the land uh, together like he loved to do that walk the yeah. land and show me around and the lake and stuff like that and so with you too though i've I've always seen it like that's the land you worked as a kid it's in your mm-hmm. family so i i, I can st- i can see that in you too the importance of the land and the memories and so, right. so that's always fun to see well when we arrived on that land when i was a little girl 
when we pulled in, I remember my grandfather had planted like, I don't know if it was the whole 30 acres, but it was a lot of it was planted in red clover. Oh, when, so is, that, when imagine, is that Is that a, a, a... So it's like a fuzzy plant. Like It's a leaf. Well, it's not a leaf. It's like a clover. It's it, not like a, fo- a four-leaf clover. It's not, is it not, it's not like a it's shamrock. Not a, does it flower? Yeah, so it's like this. It's kind of like goes out like this. Yeah. And um, you look out and you would just see red clover. Uh, you know, which my dad, I guess my dad hated it. He was like, I don't know why he planted all this red clover and he got rid of it. But it was so beautiful to yeah. see that much surface area covered in red clover. And then my grandfather, he had planted, uh, he planted apple trees, pear trees, pecan trees, and walnut trees on the land. And there was a fig tree which died many, many, many years ago. But now the whole orchard, everything is just grown up. Because my dad stopped taking care of the land probably around 1990. Yeah. Or something. He um, stopped. He stopped brush hogging. Yeah. Well, no. So all those pine trees, are they new? They're all a over lot the place. of you look. A lot of those pine trees are very young. There's some older pine trees. You can tell by how big around they are. Yeah, they would have been there in the early days. Uh, well, there were no pines on the 30 acres proper. When, there were no pines at all. When what? When? When I was growing up, there were no pines on that land. So, so, so there were pines surrounding the land, but there okay. was not a but single. But all the pines pine. on Shelley's area are all are all in the last. Those are all new from the since 1990 oh, when wow, I left. Really? Okay, right that. because. My dad would brush hog yeah. all the time. He would plant the land. Brush hog, is that a term? I think it is. Okay. It's mowing. Mowing. So hang on, those pine trees are going to get massive then. The whole land will be a bit bunch of pine. Which is fine. Which is I mean, fine, you know, I guess, yeah. If you, well, it depends on what you want your land to be. Like That's just what happens if you leave a forest alone. If you leave land alone, yeah. everything will be seeded. Because if the when the wind is blowing... It's going to blow the seeds and the pine cones yeah, yeah. from the other pines surrounding it. And eventually you're going to end up with what we have, which is... Which wouldn't be bad. I a think natural, like a, Yeah. You know, a natural forest. I'd imagine grandchildren, if we are blessed to have grandchildren, would love to walk that land in the forest. Mm-hmm. That's when we were walking through there. I was thinking, man, when I was a kid, I would have loved this kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, I loved it. I mean, even though it was all cleared off. I remember when I was a kid, I would go into the side of the land, like because there would be like a ten feet yeah. section leading up to the fence line, where you could go in and kind of like be in the forest. Right. And I remembered I would lie down on the ground, and the pines, the wind would be blowing, and the, yeah, I could hear the sound of the trees. Uh, it was kind of scary. Yeah. When I was a little kid, because you know pine trees are tall. When you're little and you're looking up at these giant pines and then hearing them when the wind's blowing, but um, it was very beautiful. That's cool. Um, there was another question I had about the land, but I forgot. Yeah, but anyway, it was great to be there, and it's great that we. I think we made a lot of progress. Yes. On getting these people to vacate the premises, and. Um, so hopefully within the next coming months that will yeah that will be completed and then my mom will move back into her 
into her house, which is her house. Like she really could move in now if she wanted. She could just move just right do it. in. Just with move, grab people. your bags, turn up in a suitcase. So yeah, it'll be great too because my mom loves to garden. She's really good at planting things and knowing the names of things and knowing how to take care of things. Yeah, and she'll enjoy that because she had a nice little garden before. She did, and she's very very excited. Great. Um, and I yeah, I'm excited too because. I want to go down there and help her. and That'll be fun. And um, plant fruit trees and everything. And yeah. so, yeah, I think it's going to be the beginning of a really cool yeah. adventure. You know, of having like a second place, a second, a second home right. for us. Like a vacation getaway type place. Right. So, yeah. There you go. That's the last three weeks. That's the last three weeks. You guys are all caught up on our life, on everything. So, what should we talk about now? Um, I don't know. I mean, what have you, what have you been doing lately, personally? Like, what's going on in your personal world? Well, not a whole lot, really. Yeah. Work. And I've been binging on Game of Thrones. Uh-huh. Not binging, just whenever I can watch it. I'm enjoying that. I started reading the book. Yeah. I don't think You're I have You're liking much... that a lot? Yeah. I'm going to start playing guitar again. I am mm-hmm. liking that a lot. It's an enjoyable show. Um, I'm going to play guitar and practice. I'm playing next Saturday, live stream. Mm-hmm. My cousin Joe reached out and said, would you mm-hmm. play a few songs? Because I'll, I'll be with my family. and So, that yeah, that'd be fun. That's cool. So Callum and I will work on that together. And um, otherwise, I feel lazy, you know. Yeah. I just, you know, I feel I'm feeling a bit lazy. That's okay. Maybe, yeah. I'm trying to give myself permission to to it's just okay. I mean, a, to read or something or yeah, chill. Yeah, you have you have permission. I do. What about you? Well, I've been. I started painting again. I mean, I've been painting pretty consistently, but I have a bunch of small canvases. And so I've been painting those and doing different paintings of girls. And um, I found this artist on on Pinterest that I really like. And her, but her stuff is very dark. Like her portraits yeah. are very um, like messy and moody and kind of I don't know. They just have a dark feeling to yeah. them. Yeah. They're, they're not bright and lively. They're more moody. You yeah. know. But I'm using her paintings as inspiration for the ones that I've been doing. And mine are more bright and fun and have more, have like a different, more of a lighthearted character to them. But I'm finding that I'm making these very simple faces. But even though they're very simple, they still have a lot of expression. Like they're, they're saying something. You know what I mean? Yeah. And... You don't really have to do, it's really hard to do faces because I don't draw very well. Right. So it takes me, it's so funny when you draw a face, you can't just draw any face. Yeah. You know, and you look at it and you just know it doesn't work. Like if it doesn't say something, you know, so like it takes me like four or five tries before I finally get to a face that I can look at and be like, okay, this face is saying something. It has. Yeah character and it fits the body that i've created because i've already yeah like painted the body and everything you do the body first and then the face yeah i draw the body first and i do the face last why do you do the body first 
Well, because the body will dictate the face. Oh. I mean, maybe if I did the face first, then the face would dictate the body, but... Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I've been doing that because I don't want to buy any new canvases until I use all the canvases that I have. Um, yeah, so that's that's been fun, waking up early and doing that. Um yeah, that's about it. You wake up very early. I, yeah, I wake up at four or five a.m. And what you're gonna say something? Oh, and, and I will. I sold two um, two prints off my website, so which is really cool because I haven't sold that many prints. Yeah. From my website, but with that profit, I think I'm going to record uh, a song that I wrote. Really? Yes. Record it where? Where at the producer? I'm gonna. My friend that lives in the neighborhood, Liz. Really? You're, she knows a few producers. I thought you were done with music. Well, I I am. Like I don't really want to do. I don't music. think you should be like, done with music. I, don't I think you're sing. a great singer. I don't want to. You're gonna sing on the song though, right? I am, but only to only to have it produced. Gotcha. I have zero interest in singing ever. All right. Okay. I don't. Okay. I didn't know this. Well, because I think the song is really good, and I think. What's the name of the song? Holy Devil. Oh, yeah, yeah. It is good. I think it's really excellent. I think the lyrics are very strong. They are very strong. And I want to record it because I would like to have somebody yeah. sing it and put it out in the world because I think it has potential. Yeah. But I don't want to do just like a... I was going to do like something on my own with like yeah. Band Lab or yeah. Garage Band, but I don't want like some crappy demo. Yeah. You know? So I would like a pretty decent demo. So I want to pay someone to... Help me produce it. Yeah. And um, that's cool. Another budding musician is our son. He he's been banging on the keys. Yeah, hours he plays. On end. He teaches himself piano, and he's doing really well. He's doing very well. You know, we should do a song together. Him and I. He won't play for anybody. For anybody. No. He wants to be the producer of my show, which is great. But um. Well, that's interesting. The things you learn on this podcast about each other. Yeah. Did you learn well, anything I about? Mean, I mean, I wasn't. Or I mean, did you tell me this? I, was I wasn't not... listening. No, okay. I haven't told you. I don't you. think you were hiding it from me. I was just surprised. No, well, the thing is, is that I, well, because there's, I've written a lot of songs, and I've really never done anything with my songs ever. Right. And I lost my passion years ago to be a singer. Like, right. I just don't. <gasps> Excuse me. That's not a happy place for me at all. Why do you think that is? I don't know. I have a theory. I just, it just doesn't. I like writing music. Yeah. Like that was more of a happy place for me than singing. Gotcha. Uh, but painting is my, that is my art form. Right, that right. is my true happy place. Right. For me is painting. Yeah. I, for I, sure. I had a thought. Um, it's, I don't mean to steer us off here, but what if people listening could just sh- throw out a subject that we could jam on next time? If they want to. I do have some ideas for what to talk about in the future, though. You do? Okay. There's a. Uh, there's a, a woman, her name is Esther Perel. Yeah. And she is a therapist. Right. She does couples counseling. And she has a podcast. She French lady? I think she's French. I mean, yeah. she speaks like five languages. I think she's French. Right. But she, I love listening to her podcast because she gives really great counseling. And she yeah. counsels all kinds of couples. Right. All kinds of issues that they have. And... um she just made a game that asks all these really unique questions. 
So I thought it would be fun if we buy that game. Ah. And then we can ask those questions on the podcast. Oh. Because it's just all about, you know, your your marriage and your relationship. And yeah. She did this really cool thing with this one couple that they had they fought a lot. Yeah. And she said um she made them lie down on the floor. And then she's like, okay, now fight. And it was much harder for them to have a fight when they're both... When they're looking at the ceiling? Yeah. It's like it removes... She goes, when you're standing up and you're arguing with someone, she goes, it's easy for you to lash out Yeah. and like direct your stuff at the other person. But when you're lying down on the floor, it like makes it completely different. And you don't... um, I don't know. Just She just said it was like... It's much harder to continue on yeah. in the fight when you're in a different posture. And then she also said when you're fighting with your spouse or your significant other, she said you just touch. If yeah. one of you just remember to reach over and touch the other person. Yeah, but they would the say, don't touch me. Well, like, they could, could say, don't touch that. me. I would say that. I wouldn't say probably. that to you if you were fighting. I know. You're so sweet to me. Am I, though? Last night, we were you're out. You're mean at, sometimes, No, though. I am. When we were at the bar, You would, when you were trying to make a point, you would touch me. Oh, I did? Yeah, touch my arm. And it um, it does disarm the other person. Well, it's not about disarming. Well, it's disarming. It also reminds you that not only does it remind the person yeah. that you're touching, reminding that person that yeah. you care for them. Right. But it reminds you... Well, it reminds the person doing the touching that I care for this person. Yeah. You know, touching is a powerful thing, though. It is. It is. I remember, um, yeah, there was just, like I notice when someone puts their hand on me, you know? Yeah. Um, like I'll sometimes grab someone's arm and I, I'll tend not to do it to women. I'm more conscious yeah, don't, about that. Don't ever touch women and don't touch children. Yeah. But like if I'm talking to some, like for example, now you're going to get freaked out by this because I'm going to tell you this story and you're going to project a whole bunch of baggage into this story that you don't need to. So just be mindful that you're going to do that. Really? Yes. Is this a weird, a weird story? No, it's perfectly normal. But you're, oh I know God. when I tell the story, you're going to, you're going to. You're making me uncomfortable. I haven't even started the story yet. Just be mindful of. Gross. Your, is this gross? It's not gross, but I know you're going to think it's gross. And all I'm asking you to do is to listen and to the story. why am I going to think it's gross? We want to tell you the story. You're, oh my God. See, already you're grossed out by well, a story you don't even know. Well, you're making me nervous. Okay, tell the story. I went to mass one day. And it was an Irish priest there, and he was from Mayo, where my dad's from. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking to him after, and we're in this nice conversation. Yeah. And another woman behind him starts talking to him, and he wants mm-hmm. to be polite to her, so he turns to her, but he grabs my back of my hand, just so I don't go anywhere, because he wants yeah. to continue talking about Mayo. Yeah. And he talks to her, but he holds my hand so I don't disappear, and then he comes back to me, and then let's go and starts talking. And I was okay. talking. Well, it's not very, that bad. It was very engaging. That's not bad. And that I would mean, have been a normal thing now. Not all priests are pedophiles. Well, see, that's what. I, yeah, I was where you were going to go there. But it was very. I found that like I always remember that. I remember, right. but also I remember it because that that would be a normal thing. Uh, if I had met well, him in Well, here's the deal. There's so much abuse in the world that yeah, now that when you do right, what should be normal? Yeah. Is like I can't even. I get triggered so easily by yeah. something that should be normal, right? Because. There's so many people taking advantage yeah, yeah. of innocent people that it's right. like yeah. I I stay on hyper alertness sure. because I don't 
want someone to be taken advantage of. Right. Well, it's like I'm listening to The Daily. And in Canada, all these Catholic schools had been set up in Canada in the 50s. And they were, or was it the 50s? It was early then. No, I think it's the 50s, 40s or 50s. They found a mass grave, 300 children. These are indigenous children too, right? Indigenous children, because the goal was to wipe out... How did they die? Well, don't tell me, because I haven't finished the podcast. It was Friday's daily New York Times podcast. Yeah, well, basically, like... Are you going to tell me anyway? Don't tell me. Well, I was going to tell this audience. Well, I'm in the audience right now. Okay, well, I mean, you guys can just imagine what the Catholic Church has done in other parts of the world. And it's pretty much the same story again. Okay, yeah, well, okay. So, but I mean, that's just like, yeah, you can't. Can we back to the touchy thing though? Oh my gosh. Yes. Let's go back to the touchy thing. Go ahead. Well, that's all I have to say. I am getting hungry and I, I'm, uh, so can we wrap up and I have to go to the bathroom too. Okay. Is there anything else you felt we needed to cover? No, I think this is a nice catch up podcast. We've caught everyone up. Yes. So sounds so egotistical though. though. Don't, what do you mean? I don't know. Just does. Why? We've caught it. Okay, I know. Don't be thinking about the podcast when we're done. I I love podcasts. I do too. I love listening to people. Like I found another really cool podcast. Marlo Thomas and Phil Donahue. They're married. They've been yes. married for like forty years. Right. And then they interview other couples that have been married right. over twenty five years. Yeah. And then you listen to it, you're hearing people talk about themselves. Right. But they're talking about things that have helped their marriage work and Yeah. how they deal with struggles and it and I don't I'm not I don't sit there and think, "Oh my gosh, these people are egotistical talking about themselves." I think Right. This is great. I'm getting to hear this because I'm learning something. Yeah. Or if yeah. I'm listening to something else, I'm being entertained. Right. I think it's different if like if you and I think we're big stuff because right. we're talking about our stuff, I don't think that about myself, and I don't think you think. That I don't about think yourself. that about myself. Yeah, I'll I'll stop bringing it up. So okay. what? You really have all these weird voices in your head, babe. Do I? Yeah, you yeah. do. It's like you live in some kind of like tyranny. Yeah. Of these little voices in your head that command your right attention. One the one of those voices is that your bladder's full, so. Okay, well, I'm getting the really funny look from Brian right now that he is finished with podcasting right now. Can you do the old upload? Can I teach you how to do that? No, not right now. I'm not doing it. (laughs) Why not? Well, just do it. Well, it's not just the the upload. It's typing about everything we talked about. Like, maybe you could take a turn at that. Uh, Okay. You can show me. Goodbye, everybody. You can show me another time. I'll learn that. I'm going to do it now. I can show you now. Well, I thought you had to go to the bathroom. I'll do that and then I'll come back and show you how to upload it and stuff. Okay, bye guys. Bye Thank guys. you for listening. Thank you.